Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The show is brought to you by our generous patrons at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. Robots Radio presents the Fallout Lorecast. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast, a place for the Fallout community to come together to explore the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. It's just... Being out here with you, it's made me realize most of my life to this point, I've been running out on the good things I got. I skipped out on my family, my life in Diamond City, took up with you just to get out a good neighbor. Hell, running from myself was what made me into, into a damn ghoul. But being here with you for the first time in my life, things have just felt right. And running? It's the furthest thing from my mind. I mean, I left Good Neighbor thinking I was gonna just sharpen up the old killer instinct. But whether it's fate, or destiny, or just goddamn coincidence, I ended up with someone like you. I turned one of the nastiest settlements in the Commonwealth into a refuge for the lost. I thought I'd done something I could hang my hat on. But being out here with you, it's made me realize just how small time I'd been thinking. And that maybe all my running, for my life, myself. Maybe it wasn't such a bad thing after all. Running from yourself? What do you mean? Well, I mean, I didn't always look this good. The drug that did this to me, that made me a ghoul, I knew what it was going to do. I just couldn't stand looking at the bastard I saw in the mirror anymore. The coward who'd let all those ghouls from Diamond City die. I was too scared to protect his fellow drifters from Vic and his boys. If I took it, I'd never have to look at him again. I could put that all behind me. I'd be free. Didn't seem like a choice at all. Turns out it was just me running from something else in my life. You may have run, but you always ran for a reason, Hancock. Been trying to convince myself of that for a long time. But hearing that coming from someone like you... I don't know if you understand what that means to me. So let me get to the point. Throwing in with you has been the best decision I've ever made. It's like I found a part of myself I never realized was missing. Which happens sometimes when you're a ghoul. If I hadn't taken up with you, I'd probably be in a gutter somewhere, getting gnawed on by rad roaches. You have been one hell of a friend. We all face moments in our life 
where our entire life is defined by our willingness to move on, our willingness to pick ourselves up, reinvent ourselves in many cases, and start to be the person that we'd rather be instead of the person that we've been. With John Hancock in Fallout 4, there's a very interesting story, and a story that I think a lot of us can relate to. It is very human to grow up in a situation, to fall prey to your own vices, your own fears, to end up in the gutter, and to wake up and look in the mirror and not be able to recognize the person that you see. Because you, you get hit with reality at some point in your life. I like to call this the, don't worry about them. Reality will eventually kick everybody in the ass. <laughs> Especially when it comes to dealing with other people who are, who are jerks. Or who, who are in the, I don't know, clutches of dealing with themselves. Let's just call it that. For John Hancock, he found himself in the literal gutter, in some cases. His drug addiction, his running from his family, had caught up with him. And instead of figuratively looking at himself in the mirror to see something, to see someone that is different than who he expected, to see the reality of who he actually was crashing in, he saw the face of a ghoul. He took inspiration from something, from somewhere else. We're going to get to this in the details of the story, but I want to get you on this page with John Hancock, whose name wasn't actually John Hancock. I think we're all probably pretty aware of that. It was John McDonough. That was his original name. And in that moment, when he realized he was at his absolute lowest and he needed to make a change, he drew on inspiration from someone who came before him in order to make a significant difference in the lives of others. And indirectly, by doing that, to make a, a change in his own life. By looking outward, there's this amazing thing that happens. All of a sudden, we improve. It's this crazy quirk of humanity in that when we think about ourselves, we think about building ourselves up, we think about doing the things that we want, that we think are best for us. When we put ourselves first, we continue to fall. We might achieve things, but we don't achieve things that are worth any real value. Money is not worth any real value. Money is the thing that we need in order to pay for food and pay for a place to live and to have the freedom to do the things that we want to do with our lives. That is it. That is the, those are the only things money is good for unless you turn outward and you start using that money for other people to help them with their life situations. So money is not an end. It is not an end at all. 
it is a means. It is a means to be able to have the freedom to do things that keep you alive, that allow you to be happy and sustained, and then to help other people. The only end is the benefit of other people. It's the only end that we as humans can, can take on that actually benefits us in return. And sure, you can burn yourself out working for other people and never taking care of yourself. Yes, of course, there is a balance. But when it comes to our self-esteem, our understanding of ourselves, our belief in ourselves, it's only through taking care of others and looking to be with others that we actually find ourselves. So I'm going to get off my preacher soapbox here and let's, let's dig into the, the details of John Hancock. So as usual, I'm pulling from a wiki. This time, uh, the Gamepedia.com wiki has a really great breakdown of John Hancock, or I should say John McDonough's life. So we're going to start there. It says, John Hancock is an unusual ghoul who resides in the town of Good Neighbor, serving as its self-appointed mayor. He was born John McDonough, son of Patrick and Martha. He grew up on the Boston waterfront, lived in a little shack with his parents and his only brother. The relations between them were the usual brotherly fare, with Hancock at the receiving end of his brother's pranks and scuffles. As he grew older, Hancock started sneaking off to Good Neighbor to purchase drugs, a habit that would come in handy in subsequent years. Keep that in your pocket, this idea of taking a vice and turning it into a strength. Unaware of his brother's addiction and death at the hands of the Institute, the siblings drifted apart as the elder McDonough ran for mayor in Diamond City in the 2282 election, on a firm anti-ghoul platform. Having lived on the field for most of his life and knowing many of the ghoul families that would be affected, he tried to intervene and stop the program after his brother's victory and subsequent proclamation of the anti-ghoul decree during his inaugural speech. However, as the mob threw the ghouls out of the city, Hancock was treated to a hideous, mile-long smile and a declaration that it was merely the will of the people. Furious at the injustice, Hancock left Diamond City behind and headed for Good Neighbor. He managed to track down a couple of the families and led them there, but most couldn't get used to the life in its brutal reality. He did what he could to help them, bringing them food and other aid, but after a few weeks, most of them just disappeared. The realization that Diamond City signed their death warrants further radicalized Hancock, who felt like he was the only one who saw how screwed up things truly were, who couldn't just pretend that things were fine. It was made worse by the fact that Good Neighbor fell under the shadow of Vic and his crew. He treated the homeless drifters like prey, robbing and killing them whenever he and his crew needed to blow off some steam. Hancock tried to escape from this bleak existence through drugs. Now, I'm going to pause there. There are definitely times 
in our lives where we turn to vices because we feel powerless, because we feel like we actually do care about things, but we can't seem to come up with a way to make things better. That is a lie that we tell ourselves to justify our own weakness, to justify not trying, to justify being too tired. There are better ways to handle those things. So PSA, don't turn to drugs to solve your problems because they don't. Let's move on. However, the resulting binge proved to be a revelation. After blacking out, he woke up on the floor of the old state house before John Hancock's clothes, the first American hoodlum and defender of the people. In his own words, he took the clothes for his own, abandoned his old name, and started a new life as just Hancock. So he, in his darkest moment, drew on inspiration from, in his words, the first American hoodlum and defender of the people because somebody like John Hancock was an inspiration for John McDonough. He was representative of who John McDonough actually wanted to be, somebody who cared about what was going on with the people, about the pain and suffering that the good people were going through. Somebody who could help show him a little bit further down the path of what could be possible. You have to think about this in the perspective of the American Revolution. It's very easy in 2019, when (laughs) in some ways we are on the downslope of our uh, democracy, to, to look back on the last 100 years or so and look at how we fared through the world wars and how much we succeeded and how much we grew and all the wealth that we have and all the wonderful things we have as Americans, this freedom, this capitalism, this society that is built on the hard work of our forefathers, of our grandparents, of our parents. It's easy to look at that and think, oh, America was great from the beginning. Well, guess what, guys? America was not great from the beginning. America was a freak accident. It was a mistake of bad planning, (laughs) bad warfare procedures when it came to a ragtag band of colonists who were able to stick it to the biggest empire in the entire world at the time, the English. It was an accident that we have a free United States at all in some regards. And If it wasn't an accident, then it was simply due to some of the brilliance of people like John Hancock, George Washington, our forefathers, the people who were able to unite the colonies and stand against the British enough to find separation and to create a new legal system, a new political system that was going to help us find more freedoms for ourselves. That was a freak accident. In the 1700s, if you grew up in the 1700s and you were on the side of the colonists, of the revolutionaries, there was no guarantee that we were going to win. In fact, chances were we were going to lose. We were going to war with the greatest empire this earth has ever seen. And we were a small colony 
of not even states at the time with a very small population compared to the forces that the English could muster. It was a freak accident of good intentions, good planning on the colonist side, but then also situational stuff beyond them that led to us being able to gain our independence. So let's bring this back to John Hancock. When Hancock, who is now calling himself Hancock, looks at John Hancock's clothes, the, one of the forefathers of our country, and looks at the kinds of struggles that that person went through, that, that's where inspiration comes from. Inspiration comes from seeing others go through similar situations and succeed because that tells us that we can do the same. Now let's move on with the, the story here. It goes on to say that he cleaned up organized a crew of his own, procured hardware from KLEO, or E-Zero, Clio, and started preparing for the inevitable confrontation with Vic. He started his own revolution. They waited for him and his crew to pass out during one of their binges and gunned them down without mercy. They hanged Vic from the old state house balcony. Hancock uttered his own inaugural speech over the warlord's twitching body, quoting from Abraham Lincoln, of the people, for the people. He ruled as mayor focused on making Good Neighbor a town where all would be welcome and wouldn't have to fear for their lives. He tolerated the trigger men as long as they gave his people a wide berth and ruthlessly cracked down on any who would exploit the people of his town. To maintain order, he carefully cultivated his Hancock persona as a revolutionary hoodlum with a devil-may-care attitude. He even turned himself into a ghoul using an experimental radiation-based chem that only had one dose left. Hancock informs the curious that he did it for the legendary high he achieved, with the near immortality of ghoulification merely an added benefit. In truth, Hancock knew full well what the drug was going to do to him and chose to take it on purpose because he had grown sick of the person he'd become, the man who let the Diamond City ghouls die and did nothing as Vic's men gunned down wayward drifters. Once he took the drugs, that person he was would be gone forever, forgotten. In his own words, it didn't seem like a choice at all. Citizens of Good Neighbor look to Hancock for guidance and reassurance in the face of the looming threat of synths and the Institute. After catching wind of Bobby's plans to rob his stockhouse, Hancock reasoned he had gotten too comfortable with his position of mayor, and after delivering a speech to his citizens to inform them of his extended leave of absence, offers to travel with the sole survivor remarking that they might be the kind of trouble he needs. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. If you have any questions about Nuka World, I'd be delighted to answer them. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. Hey, Vault Dwellers and Wastelanders. This is your host, Tom, again. Welcome to the show, or robots. You can call me robots. And man, have I been busy. I've been busy with all sorts of stuff. Real quick, before we get to the regular housekeeping stuff, I want to make sure that you, all of you guys are aware. One, I moved my Twitch to Mixer. I know I made an announcement just a few weeks ago that I wanted to become a Twitch partner by the end of the year, but I've got some reasons why I wanted to move over to Mixer, and I think it's going to be an even better platform. And after streaming for the last week on it, it has been great. It is a really, really great platform. There's like a one second delay in the video to, to you guys actually seeing things happen. It's almost real time. It is nuts. It is crazy. So I've still got my plans. I, I'd like to be a mixer partner uh, by the end of the year. And if that's going to happen, I really need to get on it. So hopefully I'll be growing and growing and growing as you guys continue to join me over there. If you see anything on the Twitch channel, generally it'll be a notification to move over to mixer just so you guys know that that's where things are going on. There's a whole lot of reasons to do so and a whole lot of fun stuff we can do. I will be putting up a video about that on the Robots Radio YouTube channel. So if you are not following the Robots Radio YouTube channel, that is where we are doing a whole bunch of other cool stuff. I've got a whole video series now that I've been releasing called The Podcast Professor. So if you are interested in taking on podcasting and maybe starting a show similar to this or something else, and you really want to get my perspective on how to get a podcast up and running and doing as well as this show has done, if you want to get a little bit of the inside tips on what works for me, that's the place to go. Go check that out. Check blah, blah, blah. Go check that out. Remember to subscribe. Check out some of the videos and let me know what you think. And especially if you watch one of the videos and you have a question, leave a comment because I would love to answer some of those comments for you guys and help you out. Um, also, coming up on that YouTube channel will be a video about my moving over to Mixer and why I decided to do so. So otherwise, you can come hang out with me same times as usual. 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, most days of the week, whenever I possibly can make it happen. 
And sometimes on the weekends, I've been streaming more on the weekends and doing more of these shows live. So don't miss that too, because that's super fun to have you guys in as a, as a audience chatting away and being able to answer questions live sometimes. So I'm going to leave that there. If that's the one thing you take away from this episode, then I would love to have you over on Mixer and over on YouTube as I expand from audio content into more video content. And man, we've been having a lot of fun with that. Also, so you are aware, I am holding off on doing any more of our choose your own adventure story at the end. Participation has kind of fallen off on that. So I'm reading that as a, well, people just aren't super into it. If I get a lot more patrons who are saying, hey, I really want this to happen, keep doing it, then of course I'm willing to do what you guys want, especially if you are patrons and supporting the show. Uh, But for right now, I'm going to hold off. We'll kind of leave it where it was. And if we have to start it up again, I'll do a recap so everybody knows where we're at. So no problems there. Uh, Speaking of patrons, I have some new patrons and I skipped a week or two because of some of the stuff we were doing with the other episodes. And I don't remember exactly where I left off. So if I reiterate any names, I apologize, but you'll get an extra bonus call out. And a reminder, I am calling out everyone, tier one and higher, even our $1 a month pledges are getting call outs now. So speaking of $1 a month pledge, Stephanie C, welcome aboard. Thank you for your patronage. We also have two tier two patrons, Lord Tizer and Peyton B. Welcome to you as well. That is awesome. Thank you so much for being here and for supporting this show and the other things that I'm doing on this network because, man, it helps out. Oh, by the way. Uh, before I get to our, our our other patron, I recently was able to make a purchase because of you guys. You guys being my patrons have supported me in a way that I could buy the kind of camera I really wanted in order to be able to do better videos and have better quality on the live streams, especially when we're going to be doing more and more of these live uh, live streams, live live streams, live podcast recordings on the live streams. So thank you. Thank you so much. Your patronage is going to good use. It is helping me improve the quality of these shows. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. The uh, last new patron we have is Victor, a tier four patron. So Victor will be joining us at the end of this month on the patron only episode. So welcome, welcome, Victor. Thank you so much for your, for your support. And anybody else who would like to get in for this month, By the end of October, we're getting kind of close. We're about halfway through the month. Then if you sign up or increase your pledge to a tier four by the end of the month, then you can get in on that call with us and you can be part of the team. Now, everybody else who signs up on Patreon gets your own specific patron channel. And the higher tier you get, the higher the channel you can move up in and also be a part of on the Discord. And I was thinking about this as I did the episode today. I wonder if we just should just change the name of the Discord to Good Neighbor, because that's basically what it's become. It's this place for everybody to feel welcome, and it continues to grow. We're almost at 400 Discord uh, guests or followers. I don't know the word for it. You guys are amazing. The conversations in there every day are just awesome. So thank you so much for being a part of that. I, I love having friends to just kind of, you know, chat with on a regular basis. It's it's so much fun. And then to wrap this up, we have reviews to call out. And as I've mentioned before, if you are enjoying the show and you want to drop a review on Apple Podcasts, then I will read it out on a future episode. And it has to be five star review. Otherwise, it's not getting a call out on the recent episode. If it's four stars and it's like, it's pretty good, then 
that's not exciting. I'm going to do the five-star reviews and, and read them out. So here we go. Oh, man, you guys have been awesome. we got a few to catch up on here. We have Samuel Schwab from the U.S. who writes, I mainly use iTunes podcast, iTunes podcast for that. Uh, I think they mean this show. I really enjoy your podcast. You're well-spoken and get in-depth. I really like that. Need more episodes on iTunes. Well, I'm working on it every week, buddy. Every week, new episodes. Then we have, uh, well, I appreciate it. Thank you for the review. Then we have White Razgriz from the United States who writes, Phenomenal hands down five stars. Okay, so I stumbled across this podcast when checking around the Fallout stuff to listen to and to learn about the backstory of the series. Now, if you're anything like me, I'm very picky about learning the history of things and how it's presented. That being said, Tom or Robots with zeros, that becomes a six star review now. Uh, does an awesome, or I'm sorry, amazing job presenting everything. I would recommend this podcast to anyone wanting to learn about the lore and history of the Fallout universe. Hands down, one of my favorite podcasts. Keep up the great work, my dude. Well, thank you, my dude. I appreciate that, White Razgriz. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Sorry if you guys hear, there's like lawn mowing or something happening outside. I don't know if it's coming through the microphone, but I, I apologize. Uh, then we have Kyle C.W. from New Zealand who writes, this is the podcast you want. Five stars. Stop searching for the Fallout podcast. You just found the one you want. This is my second time writing a review. It was first for Robots Elder Scrolls Lorecast, which I found first and is definitely worth checking out. Thanks for making great content. It's easy to listen to and it's nice how you're so involved with the listeners. I only found your podcast a couple days ago and have been marathoning them, but I still have a lot to listen to, which is great. Thanks again. Well, thank you so much. That is such high praise. I really do appreciate it. Then we have D-Land Fan from the U.S. who writes, Fallout Lorecast in all caps and in all caps. Tom, I really love this podcast. Five out of five. I think I think they really love the podcast. Uh, and then left their name Parker. Uh, P.S. Do do the lore of Fallout. Oh, do the lore of Fallout 76 in the story. Uh, yes, eventually we will get to the lore of Fallout 76. But for now, we're we've got so many other things to get through. But yes, we will get there at some point. And I have a feeling with the Wastelanders release, we're going to get even more nice, juicy chunks of lore to discuss. So stay tuned for that stuff in the future. And then we have two more. Lord Tizar, who is one of our new patrons, writes captivating and intriguing five stars. Never before have I been so completely drawn in by a podcast. I love Fallout since Fallout 2 and have explored the world outside of the games off and on. But this is the first time I have felt as though a full picture is being presented to me about the events in the world, but in a manner that is digestible. Robots, again with zeros, presents robots presentation style and genuine love of the material really shows. I started listening in August and have been binge listening to catch up without even realizing it. The podcast is that good. Thank you so much. And please keep it up. Well, thank you, Lord Tizer. I really do appreciate it. And thanks again for helping support the show as a patron and for leaving a re review. Both of those things are freaking amazing. And welcome to the discord, by the way. Thank you for joining the discord as well. It's always nice to be able to chat with people who are enjoying this, this topic as much as I do. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Then one more, we have Tara's Baby 46 who writes, just awesome. Hey, robots, been listening for about a month or so and gotta say, you are just awesome. I like to listen sometimes when I'm playing Fallout or sometimes going to sleep. Keep it up. Best podcast in my opinion. Well, thank you, Tara's Baby 46. I really do appreciate it. So everybody, that's it for this show this week and stay tuned in the future for some other fun stuff coming up. And just a reminder, 
on the 30th, we are having a release of the Robots Radio Halloween special where I invited all of my friends across the network, all the other hosts, or not all the other hosts, but the hosts that could make it to my spooky mansion for some Halloween storytelling and maybe some other, <clears throat> some other things that go bump in the night. So stay tuned for that. It will be released on all the different shows as an extra bonus episode. If you're not into it, just skip over it. But I have a feeling you guys are going to get a really big kick out of this. Looking forward to it myself. We will be doing a viewing party live on my Mixer channel on the 30th, the night of the 30th. So stay tuned for more news about that. And if you aren't staying tuned with news, just keep up with Twitter, keep up with uh, Discord. Those are going to be the places where I will be putting out notifications about this stuff so that you guys can stay plugged in. So until then, stay safe in the wasteland and, you know, stand up for the things you freaking believe in. You'll feel better about yourself. That's what Hancock would say. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fallout Lorecast. All sounds and music are owned by Bethesda Softworks, and no copyright infringement is intended. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please contact us at falloutlorecast at gmail.com or follow us and post some messages to us on Twitter at falloutlorecast. And if you'd like to support the show, tell a friend, or check out the rewards you can get for becoming a patron at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. I really appreciate you listening, and I'd love to hear from you soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.